And it's 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. And you know what time that is. It's Dr. Simcha Hour. And this is our time to call in and to ask and talk. And this is Dr. Simcha Cohen. You know what? I was thinking about something today. And I wanted to share it. And then I wanted to get into the topic we're going to talk about. By the way, we're going to talk about recess. For those of you who want to call in and ask what we're going to be talking about, we're going to talk about recess. But you know what? We talk about Hashem is so good to us because Hashem gives us mitzvot and He allows us to do these mitzvot and He allows us to feel as if we're doing something for Him. But Hashem doesn't need us to do things for Him. Hashem allows us to do things for Him and He thanks us for it. That's, that's ridiculous. That's like me walking over to Bill Gates and giving him a nickel and saying, here, Mr. Gates, I'm giving you a tip. You guys can look at me like, hello? I own Microsoft. Did you get that? I don't need your nickel. But if it's very kind, he turns around and he bends down and he says, thank you. And I saw that when I was sitting once with the Amshanava Rebbe in, in Bayit Vagan. And it was very late. And it's very hard to get into Amshanava Rebbe. And I waited a long time. And in the middle of my session, the door swings open and this little three-year-old comes in and he announces, where is Tzvi? He's looking for the Amshinova Rebbe's son. So you'd think he's a very important person. There's a line of people waiting for him. He'd turn around and he'd say, what are you doing? He got up, he bent down, and he said, Tzadik, you're looking for Tzvi? He says, here, I'll show you. He took him, he took him into the next room, and he said, you're such a good yingo. And he gave him a little knep on his cheek, and he came back. And I said, that's an unbelievable thing. This kid, this three-year-old kid, when he's 20 years old, and he realizes who the Amshinava Rebbe was, is going to feel like a million bucks. And that's a Kodesh Baruch Hu, when he says thank you to us, when he accepts our Korbanot, when he accepts our Tefilot. That's what it's all about. So that's what I was thinking about. Because I was thinking last week that we don't talk enough about Hashem. So I said I want to talk about Hashem. Now, here's my question. We have recess in yeshiva. What happens during recess? Does everybody get to play? Should everybody get to play? What about the kids that don't want to play? Should the kids be worried about that? And should somebody be in charge of that? Now, I was a principal of a school for 10 years. And I never was in my office during recess. Recess was the one time I was always outside. And I was always with the kids. And I was always watching. Not because I was disciplining, but because I was getting the most information that I could get during recess. And I used to have rebellion and teachers who had to be outside watching during recess. And watching means watching. Not sitting on the side talking. Not sitting on the side doing something else. They had to be involved. And I had the best rebellion. I really, I was though to have really unbelievable rebellion. And they were involved. And they were in, I had one Rebbe. And I used to say, every teacher's meeting used to say, and those of you who worked there and remember, you said, we have to be involved in recess. One Rebbe is sitting on the side saying to Hillam. So I walked over to him. I said, why are you saying to Hillam? He goes, I'm saying to Hillam. I said, you say to Hillam for your next job? Because, <laughs> You can't, you got to be watching. But kids, here's my question. I want to find out if you know who plays and who doesn't play 
And if you have something to say about recess, that tell me your best stories. Tell me what goes on. Because I think that this is something that's very important. I think that there should be organized games. I don't think that it should just be a free-for-all. I think that the Revy should make sure that every kid has a chance to be captain. And I think that there should be a, an, a, a, an ability for everybody to take part even if they're good ball players or they're not good ball players. But you may disagree. So I think that I'd like to hear what you have to say. And most I'd like to hear what some teachers have to say. Because this is very important. I know that recess was important to me. So I think we're about ready to take a call. We're ready to take our first call. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how are you? Hi. Um, since we're talking about recess... I have, like, there's a few reasons that we have recess. It's not just to play. Okay. In a certain way, it's important. For example, like, we go, we have recess because we need to take care of our things, meaning we need, sometimes we go to the bathroom, sometimes we take a drink. We, right. we take, we take care of our things that, like, say, we take our books, we do everything important. Every, when you're done all that important things, you could start playing. I think you're right, and I appreciate what you're saying, but you know what? I used to think that we needed to take care of a few things, and then I think kids need time to play and time to have just relax. They it, need time to play, but they also need time to do their so important I would, things. So I would say give an extra few minutes before recess to do those things. Right. Because the truth uh, is, if you think about it, a break, 15-minute break in a day is not a lot of time. And, and, and so I used to say, okay, let's take care of you. Put your books away and this and that, and then we'll go to recess. A few minutes before recess starts. Right. So um, I'm actually a student still, and I also feel that we need time to play. Right, right. And I also have a story that I want to share with you. Please. That um, I was, we had, I don't remember when it was exactly, but we had recess, and I have a few friends, you know, we would play, and we went onto the roof. We have a roof in our school, and we were playing. Mm -hmm. And we decided, you know, we're going to play ball. So we go upstairs, and we're playing ball, and all of a sudden the ball gets stuck in the gate and a bust. So then we remember that we, we, first we had to go get the ball, and we also had to do our jobs, like, to, you know, to get our books. Uh-huh. And it's just showing that, like, and we didn't get our books, and we were, you know, some people, not me literally, but like people were counted late because they didn't right. have their books. So it's just showing that before you do all the things, then you do first the important things. You're a very responsible kid. You know something? I really appreciate what you're saying. And I, I think that's great points that you're bringing up. And I think that sounds like, sounds like you, it sounds like you got it going on. Thank you for calling, okay? Thank you. Okay, bye. Hi, you're on the line. Me? Yes, you. How are you? Me? Yeah, you, you. Is there anybody else on the phone? I- yeah, two more kids. Um, 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 when I, I love, I like recess, and I play ball, and I have three of them, and, and when kids beat somebody up, I protect them. Really? That's yeah. unbelievable. That's very important. That's very important to protect them when... when 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 kids don't get to play, so what? How could you how could you fix that if like a kid doesn't get to play? Is, is there a way of 
fixing that when a kid is like bothered during recess or a kid doesn't get to play? Is there something that other kids can do about that? Yeah. I'll tell you what they could do. They could be like you, who cares about it and worries about it and thinks about it and talks about it. And if kids will talk about making sure that everybody gets a chance to play during recess, then that'll solve the problem. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for calling, all right? Okay, my sister wants to speak to you. She does? Okay. Well, yeah. Hello? How are you? Okay. Thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the line. Hello? Hi. How are you? Good. Um, I wanted to say that I think that recess is, like, really, really important for, like, like for, like, people to get a break. And, like, my school, we don't have recess at all. Doesn't have recess at all? No. That's, that sounds very ridiculous. It's high school, but it's crazy. But high school, so, you know what, high school recess doesn't mean a person, you know, uh, it doesn't mean a person is going to be, uh, 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 you know, playing ball or something, but you need a break. Yes, we don't have any breaks. We only have lunch and dominating. That's wow. That that's very rough. You really, know what? it's crazy. We have school from nine to four thirty, and it's crazy. Wow, wow. Okay, well, I don't know. So, if someone from your school, if there's a school out there that doesn't have recess, that that's that's pretty that's pretty serious. I think that something that should maybe your parents should speak to them about that because I think they can normal. burn out. They can burn out. But okay, you know what? But after school, you make sure you relax. Okay. I do. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, thank you for calling. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the line. Hello? How are you tonight? Good. What's on your mind? Nothing, much. I just want to say how everyone tries letting everyone in the game. They, they, everybody does try and include everybody in the game? Sometimes, sometimes yes, sometimes no. But that, that's very important. I think the kids should be given a choice. I don't think if a kid doesn't like to play ball, I don't think they should be forced. But there should never be a kid that says, I want to play, and someone says, no, you can't. Uh, you got to lower your radio, Tab. Okay. Have this. That's perfect. Do you understand what I'm saying? There should never be a situation where someone wants to play and can't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there are kids that just not, not, are not into it, but that's okay. You know, but if a person, and so I think that a Rebbe or a Mora should ask the kids, do you want to play or don't you want to play? So if you have, like, an organized captains or something, then, you know, that will work. Mm-hmm. All right? Thanks. Thanks for calling. I want to know, know if there are Rebeam or Moras that play with their kids during recess. All right? That's what I want to know. Sometimes. Okay. That's really important. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hello? Hi, you're on the line with Simple Cone. Hello? What's up? What's on your mind? I want to say I want to say uh, a story that happened once by recess. Tell me, please. There was, there was, um, there was me, me and my friend where we, I don't know, where this kid was kept on hurting us. So I, I like at one point in the recess, she said that, that my friend said that, hey, you want to make a fun fight, and I was standing there because I didn't want to get hurt and whatever. So I was standing there, and all of a sudden she thought I was part of the fight, so she um, started beating me up. And right. I, re- I really hurt myself. And But but now it's just it's just I, I, I don't like, I, don't, I like that kid that beat me up. She said that she's never going to do it again. And then the other kid, my, my usual friend, now I'm not a friend anymore. Hey, how old are you? Nine. Nine ten, years 11. old. 
11. Ay vey. First of all, a few, a few questions I have. Where was it? Was there any adult there when this was happening? Like, this is just like, it was like, I mean, if, if someone's beating you up, you need to be able to go over to somebody and, like, get help. It's, it's a terrible, I feel terrible. But you know what? At 9 years old or 11 years old, you're going to have on-again, off-again friends. So I'm sure in, like, a month, you're going to find a reason to be friends with that kid again. Because people do things and people make mistakes. So, like, don't burn your bridges. You know what I, you know what I'm saying when, it, when, when I say Do you know what I mean when I say that? Yeah. Don't, like, so... If you're not friends with her now, you maybe you will be later. Because people make mistakes. So the only thing to do is to say I'm sorry. Or if you tell that person, you know, you really hurt my feelings, and then they can say I'm sorry, and then you can move on. All right? Thank you. My brother wants to talk. Okay. Put him on. Hello? How are you? Yeah, I want to thank you for taking my sister's call. <laughs> you're welcome, Sadiq. Thank you for and thanking me. And um, we have a, we have recess outside, and there's and we play the whole classics. For one kid, he, um, he likes to be out of the game. He likes to fight with, and, he, and we try to um, take him in. Um, like he should be that, and he does. It's an action. He doesn't. He doesn't want, want to, to be a part. So then you know what? Then you shouldn't feel guilty having a good time playing if he doesn't want. As long as you try and include him and you offer him to be part of recess, that's okay. But if he's in action and doesn't want to, then you know what? You can mention to Revy that, you know what, may, why he doesn't want to play. But don't let it ruin your game. Okay? Okay. Thanks. Is that my, my cousin could talk? You know what? Yeah, your cousin could talk. Hello? Hi. We have a whole family affair. It's very fun. What's going on? Everything's fun. My I have a, a, a friend in my class that he always plays with me, and the other kid in my class always comes to bother us. All right, so maybe you should stay away from that kid, or maybe ask that kid if he wants if they want to play with you. Um, if someone's bothering you, then maybe they just want to play. Then it, that that means that they need to be doing something. But we that, asked, but they didn't want. To. All right, you know what? So then, if, I'm sure that. He'll probably, they may find someone else to bother later. I wouldn't let it ruin my recess. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. How are you? Hello. Hi. Hello. 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 Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Um, um, by recess, like, when, when we're playing a game and somebody wants to play, Either I, um, either I tell her that that we should we should make we should either play another game or let her play by by English recess. Aha! Uh -huh. So in other words, but what? But play another game because the game started already. Yeah, and like, and also it says there's no room. Like, what do I do? Right. So here's the here's the question. So now, if at recess starts at let's say for all for let's say eleven fifteen, just and. Recess starts, and you want to get every minute of your recess. You run outside at 11.15, you start playing your ball. And then all of a sudden, the kid shows up five minutes later and says, I want to be part of the game. I don't know if you have to stop the game and let them be part of the game, because you know what? We'd love for you to be part of the game, but you've got to come out where the game starts. It's like all of 15 minutes. 
So if you're gonna stop the game and restart the game, unless it's the type of game like 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 that you could just like include them in, like Machanaim or something like that. But if it's like a basketball game or something, it's you know, so you can tell the person, you know, tomorrow you wanna be part of the game, get out there early. You know what I, you understand what I'm saying? It sounds like that's what you're telling her. Like later you know, we'll play later. Yeah. Okay, thanks for calling. Um, um, I just don't want to suck. Okay, tonight is family night. Hello? Hi, sister, how are you? Good. Um, uh, I, I think recess is because, like, because you're learning, like, the whole day, um, is like, then, like, you just have a break. Yes, I agree. And can I tell you a little secret? You know who else needs a break during recess? Your teachers. You know what? Kids like to, like, chaper teachers during recess. Sometimes teachers need a break also. They work very hard. So a teacher can, like, so if a, if a kid walks over to a teacher during recess and tries to ask them something, the teacher maybe is on the phone or they're doing something. So they shouldn't be insulted because teachers, you know, they have to rejuvenate themselves so they can go back to teach. But you're right. Coach Brockle teaches us that we need a break. What, how does he teach us that we need a break? Shabbat. He teaches us because he teaches us we have to stop and we have to collect ourselves and, and get healthy. All right? Okay. Thanks for calling. You have a cousin to talk? Anybody else in your family? I'm joking. Hello. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi. I don't want to say something. Please. Hello. Uh, hello. Hi. Hi. So I really think that recess is very important. I agree. Yeah, I know. That's it was my I'm best subject in school. Right. <laughs> so that's really important. But I really think that that's where all the bullying starts. If there wouldn't uh, be recess, there wouldn't be so much bullying. I don't think. But but guess what? But you can't eliminate recess. You have to just yeah, teach people to get along. That's like saying lush and horror comes from talking, so we should just not talk. No, that's not that's not what I mean. But we have to. We we. You're correct. Bullying is could happen during recess. I'm not. I'm definitely not saying that there shouldn't be recess. I'm just stating a fact. So what you're saying, which I think it sounds like you're saying, is that there should be supervision at recess. No, I never said that. And there should be. I used I never interacted, but I always watched because I wanted to see if anybody was being bullied. That's what I always looked for. I wanted to see who was friends with who. And I wanted to see if anybody was alone. Because if someone was alone, that would really bother me. Nobody should be alone. Everybody should always have somebody to play with. Right. Unless they're like sitting and reading or something. But even a kid that reads during recess, it would bother me. You know what? Right. It's the time to interact. Thanks for calling. Okay, um, one sec. My dog wants to talk. That's very funny. Uh -huh. <laughs> There's no Hello. way to talk about your sister. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hello? Hello? How are you? Yes. You have, to lower, you, have to, you have to get rid of the noise in the background. Hello? Hello? Hi. Okay, that's better. One, uh, it's very hard to hear you. And the kid didn't give me a pass, and then the the kid came over to me and started fighting with me. And I, then I was on top of him, and my principal pulled me off. I think that was a good thing your principal did if you're fighting with another kid. I don't think they, I think that somebody has, sometimes you have to just stop a fight, right? No, but he, he started he started up, he came over to me. So I understand, Tadik, but you know what? But so if you were on top, then he couldn't pull the guy out from underneath you. 
He had to stop the fight, right? See, he shouldn't have pulled me. I, I, may, maybe he had no choice. Did he try and like talk to you? What? Did he try and talk to you? You were probably involved in a fight. And I don't think if he would have said, hello, please get off of him. I don't know if that would have worked. He should have said get off him. Ah, okay. You know what? Maybe you're right. But the, I think the focus is that we should try not to fight. You think? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Thank you for calling. Hello? Hi. Hi. Thank. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hi, this is Simple Cohen. How are you? Yeah, can I say a story about recess? Yes, you can say a story about recess, but I'm going to ask you a favor. I want you to speak up and talk into your phone, okay? Okay. So, I, I usually, like, every day, I... I play with the same boy every day. And, and, and like a few days ago, another kid said he wanted to play. And we were at the end of the game because we were playing basketball. And we were, we were in the middle of the game, but we didn't know what to do. And it was asking us. So my friend told me we should let him play. And at the end, we let him play. We let him play. That's in so... The game and the next game. That's so nice of you. And you know what? That's what Hashem wants. Hashem wants us to sacrifice something. You know what sacrifice means? To give something up for somebody else. There's no big deal if you're not giving something up for somebody. But if you're giving something up for somebody, then it makes it all worthwhile. So the fact that you stopped your game and you let him play, imagine how good he felt. You're a tzaddik. That's a great story. I love that story. Thank you for calling. What is this with sisters tonight? Yes, your sister can talk. Hello? Hi, how are you? Good, Hashem. Um, you said before um, that um, like, teachers should give like two minutes before recess to put books away. I didn't say teachers should. I said I did. Oh, I don't like to tell teachers what they should do because <laughs> I'm not in their classroom. But if they did, I always also think it's a good idea because, like, last, like I, I like to play during recess, and I always have to come on, like, like a few minutes before recess ends to make sure to get all my books in my locker. I think, first of all, that's very responsible for you. But I, but I didn't say a different thing. I used to give two minutes before recess, and I used to let them have the full recess, but then I used to demand full attention when I was teaching. Because I was a teacher, I, I used to make sure I said, uh, you can have your off time 100%, but then when we're on, we're on. And also, I think that recess is like a time to like stretch your legs in between periods. That's true. I used to actually sometimes do exercise in the middle of class, but that's okay. <laughs> Thank you for calling, okay? Hi, you're on the... Nope. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Okay. Anyway, so you know what? There's a story with Rebbe Chonin Vassarman that I heard that someone was, he was, someone stopped and saw him on the street saying, I want to give the Rashiva a ride. So he said, okay, where is he going? So he was going to two houses off of the avenue. So he stopped. He said, okay, I'm going to drop the Rashiva off over here and you can walk two houses down. So he said, no, I want you to go around the block and take me to the front of the house. So he said, but, but you don't understand, Rabbi, that it's like two houses down. 
She says, no, if you want to do a chesed, then do the chesed and take me to the front of the house and do it and, and sacrifice effort and time, and then it's a real chesed. To just drive me like 100 feet and then say, walk the rest, I'm not saying that that's not a great thing, but it's a sacrifice. It, you give something up to do a chesed, that's the best part. When you, when you, when you sacrifice your game to let other kids in, that's what makes it really special. Okay, who's ready for next call? Hi, you're on the air. Hello, your show's amazing. Thank you. So my are you. Thank you for talk. telling me. What's going on? Nothing. My brother wants to talk. Okay. Hello. How are you? Good. Your show's amazing. Thank you so much. I think the kids that call into the show are amazing. I'm just the guy. But thank yes, you for calling. I'm amazing. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, so when we're at recess, I only have one recess, but um, when my teacher plays, it's a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Ah, so I want every teacher to hear that. Kids love it when teachers play. And and I, I, I have been lucky enough to know some of the best rebellion and best teachers and most teachers now are really unbelievable. And when they play or they get involved, kids love it. Kids and love nobody it. gets in, and nobody gets it. Nobody gets excluded. That's right. So you That's make sure right. everybody gets inside the game. That's right. And when and teacher are most into it, it's the best. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Good evening. How are you? I am so good. How are you? Good. Um, I want to say that there are pros and cons to a structured game because um, if you have a structured game, fine, everybody's included. Right. So that's what we want. That's good. But kids also want, like, their time, like, for themselves. Like, they want to decide what, what they want to do. I love what you just said, and I'm so happy you called because that is so important. Thank you. And you're right. But the main thing that I just want to say is that there should be a structured game for those who want to be part. And there shouldn't be no one who feels that they want to be and they can't be. But there are some kids that just like to chill out. Right. And that's okay. Shouldn't feel like a, a Rebbe or Mora says you have to be playing the game. No, that's Jim. Okay, recess right. is a time. But if there's someone who wants to be part of the game, you know what? Then they, then, then they should have the chance to be. And, exactly. And I'll tell you the honest truth. I haven't heard, I've heard from my kids' school anyways, that kids are really conscious of, Who's part of who's part of the kids get a chance to play? Kids don't really get excluded because thank God we have good meadows in our kids. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Goodbye. Have a great night. You too, thanks. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? How are you? Hi. I wanna say that a lot of times I hear stories about like boys that they beat each other up by recess. It really disturbs me. It disturbs me too. And I think that it's a problem that we have. But I think that if we have supervision and if we nip it in the bud, like we stop the conflict before it escalates, we could probably solve the problem. Right. I think also some kids, like, they call it fun fights and play fights. Like, they don't consider it fighting, but... Right, but where does that come from? I don't know. It's like fighting is fighting. And, like, why would I want to imitate something like that? Like, Like, I probably would, like, Rather imitate like Superman or something like that, but imitate fighting, which is something that's so ugly. It's so it's so not Hashem's way. Right, I also think that. So 
you know that, that and that's the reason not to do that's like you know i would say play fighting it's like right, i don't get it it's like it's like imagine like everybody decides okay today we're going to like pretend we're dogs why yeah. <laughs> makes right. no sense 100 percent. okay also um recess it's not only about inviting kids into games it's also into conversation 100 percent. oh my gosh we have the best callers tonight yes you are so right it's a time to connect with your or friends maybe like the the games are for, like, little kids, but once it gets to, like, high school, so... Right. It's, like- it's time to connect with your friends. It's time to just relax. But uh, but you know what? And, and I agree. I generally think that that's a healthier way to, you know, for older kids, it's a healthier way to spend recess. And you know what? The other thing is, Hashem is so great that because we have the Torah, everything that we do, if we do it with the intention of doing Hashem's mitzvahs and learning Torah afterwards then it becomes the mitzvah. So if we play recess and we enjoy recess with the intention of going back to learn, so then it's part of the learning. So it's right. it's, it's like it's like a double a double whammy. It's very good. Right. There are kids in my school, like, they hate recess because, like, nobody talks to them. And... So what can we do for those kids? I don't know. I think that we need to, like, try and find out if we could common interest or try and include them. You know, right. at least take an interest. You know what? I would not mind if a kid walked over to me and said, you know, I'm worried about that kid. He's always like, or she's always alone. She's not doing anything. No one talks to them. And you know right. what? Sometimes I would end up talking to them. You know, right. if they're not doing anything, just go find out what's going on. Okay, thanks for calling. Okay, fine. Thank you. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Yeah, what, this teacher's a play. Yeah, and I think it's great, right? Yeah, but they don't. But I think that first of all, I don't. I don't think it's right to ask every teacher to play. If a teacher's let's say a little older, if a teacher's got things to do, so I understand teachers need a break too. But I just want teachers to understand how much kids appreciate it when they do play. Okay. N- not every Rebbe or Mora can can play. It, it, you can't expect that, and I would never expect that. But I just want to really think if they feel like playing, kids love it. They shouldn't think that kids not going to love it. Okay, thank you. Okay, thanks. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I want to say a story about recess. So there was there was there was one time um wherever there was a person that I know, and she was she was like very bad by a certain teacher. She hated the teacher. And whatever, she did very bad. And then there was a test, and she left the whole test blank because she was, like, very, in- she wanted to, like, get back to the teacher or whatever. Oh, you so Stop, she- pause. Is that <laughs> a way of getting back to- at a teacher, leaving a test blank? Yeah. Um, I know that's like saying, I'm going to really hurt you and punch myself in the head. It's a little different, but... All right. Um, and so, so whatever, so the person left the test blank, and then they got it back, and they were really mad because whatever... They failed, and so they went and called their mother. They were very mad, and then the mother said, okay, I'm going to call your teacher, and whatever, very recessed, the mother called the teacher. And the mother said, I'm sorry, like, I don't think my, my, my daughter deserves um, deserves uh, a zero because, like, the, the person is very smart, really. It was just that teacher. And the teacher said, neither do I, but it's still, it's still as smart and can give. Wow. That's a very powerful story. I had a kid that... Gave me an empty page, and I told the kid, I can't give you a zero because you didn't take the test. Why? So, 
I will tell you that maybe you're not in the mood. Maybe you're upset. Maybe there's something that you want to talk about, or maybe it's something that's bothering you. But let's yeah, get but it. Yeah, psychologist would do that, not a normal teacher. I wasn't a psychologist when I did it. I was a you teacher. still had the brain. Of but a guess what? Teachers are smarter than psychologists because teachers are not every all, day. Not, not all teachers. But I think that a lot of them are. And if they, if they also, but you have to understand if a kid's showing chutzpah by trying to. Given an empty paper, that's that's a little serious, though. Not so chutzpah. But it, but but that is a little bit chutzpah. That's saying I Why? don't care about what you're teaching me. Right. That the kids can't get the teachers back, so that's like their only way. Well, why can't a kid? Well, see, I wish the kids would be able to tell the teachers that they're upset about something. Yeah, but the teachers the teachers are not interested, really. There are a lot of teachers that are. There, Some teachers are not. No, I don't think I ever had a teacher that was. Really? How old are you? What grade are you in? 15th. Wow, that's very, very scary. I'm sorry to hear that. But uh, I don't know. I think that maybe some teachers need to be approached, and maybe they just, they're, they, they're not going like, to walk over to you and say, like, so mm-hmm. what's wrong? How do you feel about this? But if a kid, a kid should feel comfortable enough, I, I hope and I wish to like, be able to approach a teacher. Or there should be someone in school that you trust that you could like, approach. There's nobody in school that you trust that you can. Yeah, learn? of course. Okay, so, so that's important. As long as you have somebody that you can talk to. Okay. Okay, that's a very important call. I appreciate your input. I, I really do. Thank you. Okay. okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. I wanted to. I wanted to say that recess is a very complicated issue because when people, um, sometimes when people are sitting on the side, sometimes it's because that people, because um, they're left out by the by the big shots of the class. And people are scared to, uh, to talk to them because then they're going to be left out. You are so smart. And that's such a very important point that you just brought up. And I think that I think we need to like really solve that. And you said it's a complicated issue, and you're right. And that's why we're dedicating a whole show to it. Because it's really important, and it is complicated. But I think that if everybody thinks the way you're thinking and tries to be aware of it, and they all make sure that left out, then the big shots, as you call them, won't have so much power. But everybody's scared of it. It's like it's like a chain. They're um they're a the big shot, and everybody's scared of them. And if if they make a class union, maybe I don't know. But yeah, I think you said you just said it. You just said it, Sadiq. You just said it. Make a class union. The class needs to get together and say we're not tolerating this. We're not like it's. You know what it's like? It's like the, a whole group of people that's governed by one person. And everybody has to turn around saying, like, why are we listening to this one person? If, if it, everybody's scared to do that. But what are they scared of? Because cause they're scared if they do that, then they're going to be left out. But if everybody stops listening to this one person, and then they all join a group, and they leave that person out, then who's going to be left where? Yeah, but let's, um, but let's, say, let's say it doesn't work out or something. Ah, let's say so you know what? So, so, but things like this. If one person has control over the whole class, that's a big problem. It's more like that's three people, usually. All right. Well, three people. That's a bigger problem. <laughs> so those, you know what? The bottom line is, I think those three people need to, re- first of all, sometimes the kid is really good at sports, and they don't realize that they're leaving kids out, and they want to have a good game, and you can't blame a kid for wanting to have a good game. So I think that my first approach would be to tell these three kids, by the way, you may not realize it, but you're leaving kids out. Yeah, but most of these people, big shots, they leave people out. Are couldn't care less if they're leaving someone out because they don't want to have a nine and nine. They want to have a three and three. So they couldn't care less if they 
If it's tacky true that a kid couldn't care less, then I think the group should form together and say, you could have a three-on-three, and we're going to have a whole class thing. We're going to get a bigger ball and have a better game. And you know what? And let them go have a three-on-three on their own and whatever it is. But, but the bottom line is they have a three-on-three and you have 20 other kids in the class, then who needs them? Then don't join their game. You know what? They, they let them do their own thing. As long as you make sure the other kids have a good time and you play a game. So we, we, we never had the better game. I, we, we weren't the best athletes, but we had a game. We enjoyed ourselves. And I'll tell you one thing. When I dropped the ball, I didn't feel so bad because like, I wasn't the only one to drop the ball. If I'm playing with like the best athletes, I don't want to play sometimes because I'm afraid I'm going to drop the ball and I'm going to feel like a real ding-dong. Thank you. Um, my sister wants to speak. Okay. Sister again. Okay. Hello. How are you? Good. Um, I wanted to tell you that I really like your show, and my mother says we have to go to sleep at 8 o'clock, but, but when you're on and we go to sleep at 9 o'clock, because my whole family loves your show. Thank you so much, and thank you, Mom, for letting them stay up late for me. I appreciate that. Okay, and also... Like some um, kids by recess, they they like sit on the side and I try to convince them. And then other girls, they're like really big troublemakers, and they and they like they like talk about like the teacher in front of her back, and, like all these bad stuff. And and then she like other girls, they make fun of because they're not like them. They're not such a big troublemaker like them. All right. So you know what? What's the only thing we could do about things like that? If we do good, then there'll be less bad. And also, I used to be a very big troublemaker, but now I'm not. Cause don't believe teacher. it. You sound like a great kid. I don't believe it. I'm not macabre, lushing her about yourself, okay? Okay. And also, my sister wants to speak. Another? Uh, okay. That's great. Hello? How are you? You get to stay up till 9 o'clock, too? Yeah. Holy mackerel. That's so good. Thank you for staying up. What's on your mind? I want to tell you that... Um, I tried getting in the other time. I tried, I tried to get on the other time when you're talking about making a kiddush Hashem, but I couldn't get on. So I wanted to tell you that we used to have a bus driver that that he always told us that he always took our run because he liked having yeshivas because our parents always raised us and didn't and didn't let us say not nice things and. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy that you brought that up, and I'm so happy that you remembered to tell me the story about Kiddush Hashem, because it's always a good time to hear such a story. And you know something? And you're, and for the rest of your life, you're going to be able to, to be proud of, what that, of that, and, 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 and that's a beautiful, beautiful story. It's a beautiful yeah, but, story. Yeah, but now the driver's switch so now we don't have them anymore so now like the whole entire bus is working they're all calling the board of that and trying to get back our bus driver because he told us that his name is angelo so we know and we're trying to get him back okay good luck but you know what what's your new bus driver's name um alan well I so think. you could if you do the same things that you acted same if you act the same way with alan that you did with angelo then Alan will just become the next Angelo. You just keep making Kiddush Hashem. Yeah, but we didn't, we didn't like him because 
we didn't like Angelo because we he, we made Gator Sasha and we liked him because he's just a very nice bus driver. Like not, when we had Angelo, our morning bus driver, always kept on saying, "Sit down, sit down." Who's eating? I smile. Or like, you have to be seated. It's a hard it's job that. being a bus driver. I would never want to drive a bus full of kids. Cause yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. It's not a job I would pick. If I had to pick the top ten jobs, I think I'd probably rather pick up garbage. It's easier. Doesn't talk back and they don't have to worry about their safety. But thanks for calling, okay? Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. By the way, yeah, just one second. By the way, we're going to be talking about the bus next week. That happens to be the topic we're going to be talking about. The terrible perils of bus rides home. But anyways, what's on your mind tonight? Um, what's it called? Um, every day by recess, like, we don't really, like, play games. I'm in seventh grade, so we, like, kids just, like, talk and, like, they schmooze. But, yep. like, a lot of times, like, the class queen has, like, a whole circle around her. And then, like, some girls, like... Like that are not so popular, they 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 feel left out, and then like everybody starts laughing in the in the class queens group, and then they don't want to tell us what's so funny. All right, so you know what? I feel very bad for them because they need to do that to feel important. And, and so then, if, you, if and then my parents always say like you, I should ignore them because that means they're jealous, but I know they're not jealous of me. First of all, that's not true. They are jealous. If a person has to do things to make themselves feel good, that means that they need things. And it's not good to be needy like that. If you're happy doing your thing, then it's just like ignoring them. It just, it it doesn't pay to get let them get you down. As like long- one time, one time by recess, um, um, I asked one of these girls that were in the class cleaning group because I wanted to try to like talk to her, like schmooze with her, like because I wanted also like like have fun it by recess. So I'm like, oh, by the way, where you got your shoes? And she's like, I'm not telling you because your parents are not gonna be able to afford them. I I feel so bad for that child, that girl. That if, if you know what, if that's what someone really said to you, if she needs shoes to feel important, by the way you're talking, young lady, you yeah. have a lot more than shoes from your parents because your parents gave you intellect and you talk to your parents and your parents give you good advice. And a person that needs shoes from their parents to feel good is pretty dumb because you have parents that care about you and give you advice and take care of you and find out what's going on in your life and that's something that lasts for a lot longer than an expensive pair of shoes right and by the way expensive shoes generally don't feel so good anyway (laughs) i know and and also um um what's it called but when you said that like teachers should play with like kids they they, they, they should i really don't like to say teachers should do anything i said that they should know if they do play kids appreciate it so so like but they also need a break I said that, too, and I agree. That's why I didn't say they should. I said they could, and if they like to, then they should know kids appreciate it. And also, one time, one of my, we had a substitute, and she wanted to try to play a game with us, and she taught us a really cute game, and everybody was making fun of that game, and I liked it. Uh, you know what? So it sounds like there are some kids in your class that need a little, need, need a little guidance, or maybe they need a little kick in their pants from new shoes that are too expensive. But you know something? I think that the silliest thing that someone could ever say is that they're important because they spent more money. That's crazy. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the, the Mach Shekel from everybody the same amount. And it says, Hashem took from everybody and it, it wasn't rich, poor, it didn't make a difference. Because in Hashem's eyes, it's, it, it's all the same. 
And if a person, you got good chinuch from your parents, you're getting good chinuch from your parents, you should be really happy that you don't got those new shoes because they're not helping that girl. Okay. All right, thanks for calling. Thank you. Okay, bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how are you? Good. I think recess is very important for people to, like, air out after they took a test. You're right, it is. And it's good to air out anyways, even if not a test, just to get strength to go back into class. Right. right? Okay. Well, my sister also wants to say something. Okay. Hello? Hi, how are you? Yeah, I think recess is a very important thing because we have four recesses, and I think it's important to me because I could go to the bathroom and do a lot of stuff by recess. I think that's great. Four recesses sounds like a good amount of recess. So mm-hmm. I think that sounds like you have you have a good situation as long as you use it well. All right. Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hi, you're um, on the air. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. I want to say a story that one time, um, a kid in my class wanted to play, and no one let, was letting him play, yeah. and so I told everybody else to let him play, and I convinced them, and finally. We let him play, and then my teacher saw that there was a fight going on. So she, he came and he said, and he asked us if if he if what if he could help us solve the problem, and and he ended up being on our team, and we ended up winning. That's an unbelievable story, and you know something? I want to go back to what you said in the beginning. You stopped and you made it your business to make sure that this kid got to play. Do you know how unbelievable that is? Do you know what a big mitzvah that is? That's such a chesed, and that's such a big mitzvah. And of course, Baruch Hu sees you do that, and he says, this is what I want my kids to do. And you have no idea. The fact that you knew and felt to do that, that means that, that you felt for another Jew. That's, so, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu's biggest midah was. He was no sibba'olim chaveru. He felt the pain of the Eden. And the fact that you felt the pain of, of, of a kid, and you saw that, and you dealt with it, then you have future greatness, young man. You have future greatness. If you're feeling that now, then you should continue to learn and learn and learn, and you may end up being a Rosh Hashiva. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Hi. Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Yes. How are you? Me? Me? Yes. Yes, you. Um, my teacher, my recess, she, she, um, um, she, she does nothing, and then... And then when That's the bell not true. Rings, she relaxes. Yeah, and then the bell rings, and she starts making her coffee. Okay, you know what? But are you paying her? What? Are you paying her? Then don't worry about whether she makes her calls. <laughs> as long as she's not, like, that, as long as she's taking care of the kids. Don't worry about it. No, because when she walks into the class, she's always drinking her coffee. That's fine. Maybe she wants to drink coffee for it. Hello? She's allowed to drink coffee. She's a teacher. <laughs> okay? Okay. Bye. Thanks for calling. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Um, I wanted to know um, that um, by recess, I, um, somebody was like, he didn't know how to play a game that we were playing, so, so... And he really wanted to, he, we were playing kickball, and he said, I, I want to kick, and so, and everybody was like, you don't know how to play, so we couldn't play, so I was like, um, 
So, so then, what, uh, what can you do for that kid? I I I taught him a short way how to play. And I love it. That's what I was thinking. Oh, why doesn't someone teach this kid how to play? And you did. And then um, he became one of the best kids in the class. So. And um, and you, are a hero. Because you really changed his life. And then everybody at the end of the game, they were like, Oh, you made our team one. You're the best kid. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Thank you for that story. You know? Thank you. Okay. You know something? I. Hello? Yeah. Hi. You're on the air. What's up? Okay. Hi. I want, you know, I. Hi. You're on the air. Yeah, hello? Hi, how are you? I have a little problem. Okay. Oh, I was in school. I was after school. I was yeah. going to TSE. Okay. Ruhama, my friend, she stole my knapsack. Okay, so I think you should get it back. Yeah, everything gets banned. There's only she was just stealing it. I was saying the right thing. Okay. You know what? Is there an adult that you could talk to about this? Is there someone uh, in charge? Um, I have someone who is an adult. I have a para. Okay, so that, that's so. Thank God. So you know what? Your para is someone you could talk to, and you should trust them. And you should tell them, and and I'm sure that if you explain it to your para, they'll they'll help you. If yeah, not, because then, I would have been assessed in a tyra that I know everything because this stole my knapsack, and they were doing little problem. But any of your problems, they're doing it. It's impossible. Okay, I hear you. So speak to your para, okay? Okay, I'll Thank speak you to for, my teacher. Okay, good. Thank you for calling. Okay, no problem. Thank you, bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How are you? Um, I, like, I, I want to say I like your show a lot. Thank you, I like it too. Thank you. What's on your mind? Not really anything. Okay. Thank you for calling, and I appreciate you telling me, okay? Okay. Goodbye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How are you? Uh, um, I want to say that whenever I um, go to recess, they already have a game starting, and they say that I can't start. Oh, you can play. Do you have trouble getting out to recess on time? Um, I don't know, because I have to get my snack and I forget where I put it. Oy vey. So let's think about, you know what, then if you either maybe get your snack afterwards or maybe prepare your snack or remember, or have a, you know, I have a good idea. Pick a special place you're going to put your snack every day in the same place. And if you have the same place you put it every day, then you won't have to think about it. I know, but I have a small briefcase, so I can't really do that. Ah, but if you have the same place in your small briefcase... And you know it's, well, if you know it's in your briefcase, then you know where you put it. Or you could just run out and play the game and, you know, maybe have your snack afterwards. Okay? Okay, thank you. Okay, you got it. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. I just want to know, why do people like to boss around other people? I can't handle that. I, I hear you. If that's a age-old question, and it's about power, and that's just the way the world works. And that's... Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I I start arguing with people like that if they act like that. Ah, but see, arguing is not the answer, because okay. that because the the way to 
The way to deal with it is just to eliminate them and not to, not to acknowledge them. Uh, and okay, so okay, that's all. That's all I have. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hi, I'm on the air. You are on the air. How are you okay, doing? Fine. So that kid that called about his knapsack, I have great advice for him. He should go buy himself a new knapsack. Okay, but you know what? I think that the advice I gave him was a little better. I think he needs to speak to an adult. I, was he an adult? Like, I think it's pretty dumb for an adult to call in and complain about a knapsack. I, anyways, okay. And also, what's I, I, you know what? Can I... You know what? Thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Hi, I just wanted to say that it became like... And not be to be nice to the kids who are not talking to anyone by recess. That's terrible. That's so terrible to hear that. I can't believe that. It, it's, it's, it's like saying there's an everything to keep Shabbos. It's like saying it's an everything to do chesed. Exactly. It's, but, it's, so a person that thinks that way sounds like a real neb. <laughs> well, a lot of times, like, girls just don't be nice to the kids who are not talking to anyone and don't include them in the conversation because they're scared that no one's going to be friends with them anymore. Well, I think that those girls need to get a life because I think they need to realize that HaKadosh Baruch is nice to everybody. And if they think that it's going to be making them more important if they're not nice to people, then they, they're, they're messing with, they're playing with fire because we can't afford to not be nice to one another. It's not HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. And, 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 and that means that they're, that, that's going after the ways of the going after the ways of the of the world, and and we have the Torah, and we have to show the world how to act. Okay. I know. Unfortunately, a bunch of people don't know about that. So they'll have to grow up. You know what I'm saying? Life will teach them lessons. I hope. Okay. Thanks for calling. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. How are you? What's going on? I want to know, what do you say about Purim steak? You know what? Ask me on Purim. Thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? How are you? Um, um, I was once, once by recess, and, um, I, I was in a football game, and, and there was this kid in the football game who thought he was the head, and he's like, oh, he's not good or whatever. The next day, I was canceled out of the game. And then there was a kid in my class, and I kept telling the kid, it's not fair, it's not fair. And there was another kid in my class who saw, and the kid in my class said, I'm not playing if he doesn't play. And it ended up being that their whole football game started to get mixed up, so, so they let me play. Wow. Someone said, I'm not playing if he doesn't play? That yeah. person is an unbelievable person. Because the truth is, that's so important to do that, to make sure that that... Did you appreciate when that kid did that? Yeah. Okay. Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. How are you around the air? Hello. How are you? Good. Um, I love your show. Thank you. So do I. What's on your mind? Um... I just, like, wanted to say, like, I love recess, and I, like, wait for your show, Father, every week. Like, 7 o'clock, my radio is always on. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hello? Hi, how you doing? I'm good. My brother sometimes hurts My brother sometimes hurts me, and I don't like when he does it. So you need to tell your parents. What? You need to tell your parents. Don't hurt him back. 
Tell your parents. Okay. okay. Thanks for calling. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Um, I wanted to say, every time you say hello, you're on the air to a person, and the person says, I'm good. What do you mean, I'm good? Baruch Hashem. I think you really should correct them and say, Baruch Hashem. You should say that, not, I'm good. I, you know what? I agree with what you're saying about saying Baruch Hashem, but I don't agree about correcting. Because you know what? I don't really do the correcting thing. I say Baruch Hashem, and I try and mention Hashem as many times as I can, and then kids will learn about it, okay? But by telling someone to do something doesn't really work, okay? But good point. So we're going to try and, try and see if we can do that. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Okay, we're almost wrapping it up. Ooh, we have an echo. Okay, this is going to be our last call. Hi, you're on the air. Nope. All right, hello? Hello? All right, this is Dr. Simcone, and we're wrapping it up for Wednesday night. Next week, we're going to be talking about bus rides and problems on the bus and how we can solve them. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Ask Dr. Simcha or the Dr. Simcone Show. Have a good week.